five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn. And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this stays between us. The runaways Let's are running the night. And He's in the coming through. We're taking I'm, over you. Oh, this is the greatest show. Wow. Thanks. That's something that I'd never want to see on stage. Yeah, I... Because in the ending of Act One, it's just gonna be Zana 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 Zana. What a! It's great in theory. It was a good idea. It was great. Yeah, it was great on paper. On paper, great. Kayla, how was your week? My week has been eventful. Cause y'all, I got a new puppy. She did. Wait, She's I do want to quickly bring up. <laughs> okay. So Michaela goes, I'm getting a new dog today. And it was kind of all of a sudden. You didn't really warn I was, me of No, like, I literally didn't tell you because, like, I didn't know. If, like, I kind of knew what was happening, but, like, wasn't really sure if we were going to get the dog. And then, like, the day that, like, I knew we were getting the dog, I was like, I should tell Liam <laughs> that I'm getting I, a fun dog. Fun fact, she is the only – she. I'm the only person she really tells things to. So <laughs> – this is how her life goes. But she goes, I'm getting a new dog today. And I go, well, what happened to your old dog? I mean, mind you, she's had this uh, other dog. She had this, uh, what's her name? What was her name? Bailey. Bailey. She had Bailey for a number of years, grew mm. up with her. And I said, well, what happened to Bailey? And she goes, Liam, she died. <laughs> and I go, oh, my God. I said, I am a terrible best friend. When did the dog die? How did the dog die? Where is the dog now? Do you have her in a jar? What's going on? And Michaela goes, yeah, Liam, she died last October. (laughs) I told my roommates because I was like, that is horrendous. I didn't know. And you were like, well, I posted something on Instagram. And like I said, Michaela doesn't really say anything to people. So I looked back on her Instagram. I didn't like it, number one. Two, I, uh, no, but in fairness, that post was like, you were my, uh, you're my best friend, 13 years, heart emoji. And I'm like, so it wasn't full on, she died. No, I I wasn't going to make a long caption saying, she did check, I did check, I should have checked the comments because everyone was sending so much love to you. Other people got it. You did not. I didn't. I was like, what? Because I was like, whatever. Whatever. I see a baby photo of Michaela, and I'm like, look at that little dumpling. I'm like, <laughs> I just go to your cute little face. I don't really focus on what you're doing. I have a lot of just baby. Kind of creepy. I have a lot of baby photos of Michaela on my phone because they purely bring me peace. Okay. Oh, uh, they bring me joy, especially you at Disney when you were a kid. Oh, um, my favorite is the Epcot photo. There's a lot photo. of those. I could it's send you pose. hundreds. I know because that's so I'm sorry to interrupt you Michaela but you got a new dog this week I did get a new dog um on Saturday what's its name her name is cannoli um I thought of it myself (laughs) and (laughs) she's very cute and brings me a lot of joy my puppy has an Instagram, and it's Holy Ooh, Cannoli Four. If anybody wants to follow it on Instagram, she's very cute. She's a she's, cockapoo. She really is. She's literally Wait. the dog emoji. She is. She she's is. white with wow. brown spots. Was... But last night was the first night. She, 
everybody on Facebook was like, you got to bring the crate into the bedroom and then they'll feel like they're still with Long you. Long Island, whatever. she's got opinions. And so that's what they did. My parents brought them into her bedroom, into their bedroom, and they put her in a crate. She wasn't really that happy. And then she started crying again. And my dad put on a meditation app on his iPad on top of the crate. And this meditation app has like rain noises, animals, stuff like ocean. Whoa. And she stopped crying. Like, Whoa. almost immediately, they said. And then the next time she cried, because she, she had to go to the bathroom. And then this was, like, the first night that she slept through the night because of, like, this meditation app, apparently. Your dad. He's, your a, dad, he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. He really is. My favorite is whenever your, your dad, right after we did 54 Below, your dad came out to me and went, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> he also said, do you need meatballs? <laughs> Kayla's got meatballs, but she's not. She's not gonna let anyone eat them. (laughs) There was there was a time and a place where your parents were like, Liam, we really want to make you food, and I was like, Oh no, that's so nice, thank you. And you're like, Michaela's got food in the freezer, but she's not gonna give it to you. (laughs) Michaela, I I do think we need. I I do want to do a public roast of you. If we had friends, I would sit down and. Or and it's do just, a roast. If it's the roast, it's just you and me, a conversation. It's just me daily. roasting yeah, you. Because, yeah, honestly, that is kind of us, anyways. Because <laughs> Michaela has, I love Michaela with my entire being, but if you step into her space with her food, she turns into a 10 year old boy. <laughs> I really she, don't like sharing food. I like, really, you, you I don't hate, like it. Let's let's be honest. You don't like sharing, period. Um, um, I don't because no. I, there was a time and a place that I lived when I lived in Brooklyn and uh-huh. I was having to go to school every single day. So I like they were your apartment was very nice. They let me like sleep in basically sleep in your kitchen for an entire month, month and yeah. a half. And like we would have sleepovers and stuff and it'd be really fun. Um, I, I think it's fun. Um, <laughs> and, but there was one time where you were not there. You were in Long, uh, you were in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> Michaela's roommates were like. Well, like just like sleep in Michaela's bed. Like, what's what's the problem? And Michaela would be like, "Do not sleep in my bed. If I hear that you've slept in my bed, I, you're gonna watch the whole thing. You're gonna watch the entire bed." And I was like, "I was like, no, no, guys, it's fine. Like, Michaela's, it's her space. She's totally allowed to do that." Michaela calls me later that night and she goes, "So I thought it over. Um, you can sleep in my bed." Um, but I either sleep on top of the covers or if you're sleeping in the bed, just, you need to wash it. You need to wash the bed. Um, and my favorite is at 20 bucks, your, your mom was probably like, that's so her. That's so her. I don't very know why. Close. I don't, really don't know why I didn't want you to Because you're a bed. lovely human being, but if you... I don't know. I'm like, yeah, you can sleep in my bed if you need somewhere to stay. Michaela's like, no, 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 that's good. But if I'm like, hey, Michaela, can I come stay with you? She's like, why? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) She's nice. She's a nice person, everybody. I just, I don't know why I was so so against you sleeping in my bed. I remember that. I remember me like, I don't want to sleep in my bed. It was all, but in fairness. It is we- like it is weird. I mean, yeah. give us a couple of years, and if you have an apartment that's like a little bit more your own, and right, right, it's just you and me. Like that would make a you know. But there were roommates involved. There was you know. It's hard when you're like sharing your space in a small New York apartment because the little space you have is, is yours. Yes. Yeah, and I respect that. Like it's like that's why I was like I never really judged you too harshly <laughs> because. Um, <laughs> Because I'm, like, setting up the air mattress and, like, Michaela's bed is, like, perfectly made. And you're like, hmm, I wonder why I went wrong. <laughs> That's so funny. 
<laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, if Michaela tomorrow true. is like, I need somewhere to stay, I'll be like, yeah, you can come sleep. In, I'll, I'll sleep on my couch and you I can sleep I in my bed. I think I would be different about it now. I think I'd be different about it. No. You were also, I mean, in fairness, that was like mid-semester. Like, we all hated each other because we were spending nonstop time <laughs> with each other. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I guess feel, I'm just I protective feel, of my room. I don't know. I don't I know. Feel, I, um, I feel, <laughs> I was going to say, it's you're protective of your food, of yeah, your place of sleep. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I have my priorities um, straight. Sure. <laughs> priorities is a word. <laughs> But speaking of uh, shredding your personal life, I heard you watched something over the over the week that yes. really changed your life. The hot topic, the Britney Spears documentary on Hulu. It's actually part of this like New York Times series where they have like six different documentaries um, about like journalism and like whatever the topic is that they're talking about. And the Britney Spears was one of them, and it was super eye opening. If you don't know, this free Britney movement has been going on for like I would say the in twenty twenty it really took off, um, where she's under this conservatorship when she shouldn't be at such a young age when she's like a fully functioning human being. So I just have some talking points throughout the documentary that I just want to go over. Spoiler alert, kind of. I didn't know a lot about Britney Spears' life because I was just so young when it was all happening. I just liked her music. Well, our generation really was. And I feel like if Britney was a little bit younger and we she grew up in our generation or at least a little bit, I think she maybe not would have been treated differently, but like her circumstances definitely have a new like vernacular and language around it yes. versus like in the 2000s where like tabloids were like the a thing. huge, huge thing. Yeah. Yes. Um. So first off, I didn't know her parents' names, but her dad's name is Jamie, and her mother's name is Lynn, and they named their second daughter Jamie Lynn Spears. I just put that together, and I said, the narcissism. What? They said, honey, let's combine our names and give that to our daughter. I just needed to bring that up, because nobody's bringing that up, that that's a thing. And it annoyed me a lot. I'm like, give her her own personality. Like, she doesn't need your names. Anyways, so I forget, like, I saw this a while ago. Some people were talking about Britney Spears and how when she started as a childhood star, like very much like a Disney Channel type girl, um, it almost reminded me of like X Factor when those young people have these old voices coming out of these young bodies. That was Britney Spears, which you wouldn't know from her music because she's like, like you wouldn't think she has a soulful voice at all, but she grew up like singing in a choir. Like that's the kind of... I was thinking in the choir. choir. <laughs> Just getting over there. I wasn't thinking in the choir. <laughs> My favorite Cardi B video. I love Cardi B. I do. I like her too. But yes, I yeah. agree. She was singing like- these songs that I couldn't believe at 10 years old. She sounded like a 30-year-old woman. Like yeah. crazy, crazy. And you wouldn't know. And that's not what she's famous for. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not the sound I grew up listening to her at all. I wouldn't think she could sing like that. In yeah, the there's a video. Michaela's specifically talking about like kind of a famous video because she did a talent show really young called Star Search mm-hmm. that was like uh, an X Factor, an American Idol. And actually, there's somebody in the theater business that I think his, his name is Marty. His last name's not coming to me, but it was between Marty and Britney Spears in Star Search. And he like because they did a Stars in the House of Star Search, and they talked about like the fact that Britney sounded that 
old when she mm-hmm. she had her talent was incredible. She was literally cold. ten. Ten yeah. years old. Incred- incredible. She's got a great voice. She does. And I stand by that. Oh, she I does. Think some, I want to hear yeah. her sing like that nowadays. There's, some, but. And there's like a meme video of her like singing happy birthday at a concert, but like she like sang it a little bit more. So I mean I think that's it's hard because she, now that is so habitually in her body. Yeah. So I bet it's so hard to like please people because they want the sound of Britney's. I mean, she yeah. lip sings in every concert anyway, but yeah. 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 The, the voice is wild. Talk to me about this, Justin. I saw tweets about this Ju- Justin Timberlake and how he should come out and apologize. Why should he come out and apologize? So, as we all know, Justin Britney dated. And there was like this whole thing where. They were asking Britney questions because everybody, the world is misogynistic. And they were like, are you still like a virgin? And she's like, yes, like I want to like wait till marriage. Whether that was a lie because she was trying to, to this, her team made her this pure young girl type virgin like girl who then dances like she doesn't care and wears less clothing, whatever. And then Justin Timber, when they broke up, Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River, basically made the music video where Britney Spears basically saying she cheated on him, which we don't know if it's true or not. Um, But he made it seem like she did something terrible to him. Like the world was mad at her for the breakup. Everybody was asking her. Everybody was like the golden kids. What did you do, Britney, to make this breakup happen? Instead of ever asking Justin Timberlake. Because Justin Timberlake, they took his narrative they took his side of the story. They took his music video that he made very clearly that's supposed to be Britney Spears as the truth. Um, and, like, Diane uh, Sawyer was, like, asking her about it as, like, hard-hitting, like, journalism. Like, what did you do to Justin Timberlake that he is so upset? Um, and then there was, like, this radio interview, like, with Justin Timberlake. And the guy was like, well, you're broken up, but, like, did you at least get in her pants? And he's like, yeah, ha, 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 just kidding, just kidding. But, like, that was that. And it was disgusting. So I don't know if that was a Justin Timberlake. His team was like, we should make the music video about Britney Spears because she's Britney Spears. I don't know. But that's why people are like, Justin, what the fuck, bro? Like, why did you do that? Definitely didn't help. Putting (laughs) her through, like, this terrible mental space that she is a horrible person and like broke Justin Timberlake's heart or whatever it is. It was really, really freaking crazy. And then I want to talk about what I remember my childhood growing up about Britney Spears is her mental health crisis, the shaving of the head, the umbrella. I never had any context to that. Like as a kid, like I just, I remember seeing the tabloids. I remember seeing the famous photo of her shaving her head, the famous photo of her holding the umbrella, going to, beat paparazzi and they actually had the paparazzi guy that she was beating his car on the documentary and he was talking about it and he was like I finally got like this was after she shaved her head and he was like I finally like she was just alone it was just me so like this was like a good opportunity because paparazzi photos of Britney Spears were going for a million dollars like crazy that's why she like the paparazzi really fucking broke her it's really really sad and and i was watching it and she grabs an umbrella this guy he kept coming after her and he's like "Brittany, Brittany, like i'm just gonna ask you a few questions and she had just went to her ex-husband's house 
and he wouldn't let her in the ex-husband like he wouldn't open the gates for her so she's like feeling like upset or whatever and this paparazzi guy keeps following her keeps following her and she just gets out of the car grabs an umbrella and starts beating his car in and is like go fuck yourself like leave me alone and i'm watching this and i remember like as a kid like why is she like oh my god like she's crazy like she's beating a car in but like that is that was such a normal response to what was happening like her like taking an umbrella and like when someone's been repeatedly harassing you and like you just got like that's not a crazy reaction to the situation as i feel like it was made yeah. to be because then it was told like this is like her psychotic break like she's beating I mean, cars in like i like that's a very normal reaction to what she's going at that through. point it's like self-defense to some extent yeah that's what i'm it's saying like, like they're just being harassed her reaction was not that crazy now that i have context for it and we use the word crazy like the word crazy back then was like she's fucking nuts she's shaving her head and like whatever and like crazy i feel like we use it in doesn't have much weight to it the word crazy so like she was just like going through shit and like how the way we talk about her like mental health problems is so different now obviously and thank god it yeah, is we have different contexts oh totally sure. it's totally totally changed the way we view people's um mental health to an extent not always um that when i saw her reaction I'm like she's just that was just a normal reaction to what this guy was doing to her and she was very upset like people that's why people fight people like you know like fighting people like that's not like a crazy thing to do and then it was just put on her that she was crazy even though she didn't even hit anyone she just hit the car with an umbrella um so that was really interesting to finally get context for that i've known about since i was young um and then of course lastly they talk about the conservatorship which is a thing so her dad is her conservator i don't know what her what the person's called and it's funny because in the whole beginning of the documentary, they're like, he was not really in her life. In the beginning of her career, he was really not there. Um, he had alcohol problems. He was in between jobs a lot. So, like, he was staying in, I believe, well, she's in some Bible belt of the country. I forgot where. Louisiana, I think. And her mom and her were in New York and L.A. and doing all that stuff. And it wasn't until the mental breakdown really that he decided to step in to protect her money is really why because on the documentary one of the people who are speaking was like the only conversation i ever had with her dad was him saying how rich she's going to be and how she's going to buy him a boat like he does not care about her mental health he cares about the money and he probably put the conservatorship on her for the money um so he could protect it and in case like she is not in a great mental place like spends her almost billions of dollars like I don't even know how you would spend all that <laughs> but and Brittany has been since the beginning against her father being her conservator because she was like I don't trust like he was not in her life like this is not a, like a dad that's been looking out for her or anything so now there's just still legal battles there was a the court thing in November on the conservatorship and the judge, Brittany, was like, I want this bank to be in charge of my money under the conservatorship, not my dad. And then the judge was like, well, I, I'm not going to do that, but I can put the bank on with your dad. And that's been, like, the last of bit of information we have so far. Um, and that 
it's really it looks like it's very hard to get out of a conservatorship. Like I don't think it's it's easy. So I really don't know if it's ever going to happen. But that's where the whole free Britney movement comes in because they're like, get her out of this. She deserves better. She's a fully functioning mother. Like, please, like, let her do what she needs to do. Um, but it was really crazy, the whole thing. Was yeah, I've wild. heard wild things about this documentary. I have not watched it yet, but my plan is to watch it at some point. Because like Michaela said, we kind of grew up with, like, the facade of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, just photos and videos and not really any emotional context exactly. for uh, And we were young. I was, like, eight we or nine young. when... Like she shaved yeah, her head. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, um, and I think discussions about mental health and mental awareness, I think, has changed a lot. Oh, and I think, yeah, she went through. She had a bit of a breakdown, understandably, because her life was literally not in her control Mm-mm. because of the press, because of paparazzi, because of her probably her own family. Like, yeah, she's a star. And that actually, to some extent, has some trauma to it because you're being through the ringer of like a world tour is on your shoulders, millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. a lot of people employed. And so that comes with a lot of mental, a lot of, I hate to use the word baggage because that's a terrible, terrible word for it. Um, But you know what I mean? There's a lot of weight. Weight is a better word, you know, emotional weight to what she's been through. So I definitely agree with the Free Britney movement. And do I still think um, she uh, uh, mental help is needed? Yeah, because yeah, she has sure. been through a traumatic, traumatic Experience, life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know if I went through that, I would still ask for help. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, but I do agree. I think she's a lot more stable than people give her credit for. Yeah, because so, and I think the press destroyed her. Like, yeah. So I feel like her fans are trying to help build her back up, yeah. and I find it really admirable. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all I got to say about it. There's even, like, more information. I really recommend watching it. It's only, like, an hour and 15, so a nice watch. Everybody watch it. Where, where can they watch it? Hulu. Hulu. I'm going to go watch it right now. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Commercial break. back but it's christmas no it's not it's not even easter (laughs) do you remember on the because i only had a facebook when i was in like high school Mm -hmm. and i didn't i think i got rid of it like junior year but anyway um randomly every easter everyone would suddenly get religious hashtag he has risen hashtag i do it for him (laughs) and you're like jesus literally i do it for he is um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I also those do know. Always religious. Another insanity thing happened in the last month. As we all know, I misspell the word TikTok. I am so Michaela yells at me because I send I say TikTok and she it was an entire like month of Michaela being like that's not how you spell TikTok. <laughs> I did it T I C T I O K or T O K and mm-hmm. Michaela's like that's wrong. Um, <laughs> this whole Kellyanne Conway's daughter thing. I saw something about it. I don't fully understand what happened. I, to be honest, I don't either, but I'm going to act and talk as if I do. Um, so from what I understand, we all know the Pennywise clown, Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> and she basically, her daughter, famous on TikTok, mm-hmm. um, had posted. She was already famous on TikTok. And it's kind of, you know, the dad, the Conway's dad or whatever, He's he's a Democrat. He's very much against Donald Trump. Kellyanne, of course, is not. 
And so the house seems a little divided. And to my understanding, Kellyanne and the husband don't really live in the same place anymore, I think. Mm, okay. um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, but they're still married, technically, I think. Gotcha. Legally. The daughter posted videos, of course, TikTok videos, so small increments of, like, Kellyanne getting in her face and being like, you're an ugly bitch. No one, you're <laughs> stupid. You think you're smart? Like, kind of crazy, crazy things. And not, I, I, maybe we should stop using that word, crazy. I don't like that. But mm -hmm. definitely not, not, not stable and definitely right. abusive, borderline. Oh, yeah, it, lo it looked very abusive from the outside. Of course, we mm -hmm. do not know the full context. But right. she continued to post these kind of videos. She got quite famous on TikTok first for just being Kellyanne Conway's daughter. But right. um, on top of it, to be very against her mother and to borderline be like, help me. Like, that's what the mm. post seemed like. Uh, I think all the posts are gone and courts are involved because she is 16. And I believe, I don't know the situation well, but I'm pretty sure the lawyers were like, just waited out. There, she was trying to get emancipated, but then she was like, just wait it out. Try to get to 18 and you'll be okay. I'm wondering where the dad is. Right. If right? he's like on sounds like more on the daughter's side, like and, and it, it sounds like she lives with Kellyanne more than yeah. the dad. So what do you think about this? Do you think it's like is do you think it's a cry for help? I mean, I hate I do not want to victim blame in the slightest if uh, you know if she is going we don't know her personal life, we don't know what's going on. Um but do you think this is like some extent of being dramatic, of, of wanting the view? What do you think it is? I really, really don't know. It's a little sus that she then deleted it. Maybe that well, was that like was because of legal thing? reason. Yeah, that was okay. legal reasons. Because now they're in now they're in court. You know what I mean? It's not. Okay. She so keeps the videos, of course. But so here's the thing. I I I think I went on her um, TikTok and I tried yeah. to find it. I couldn't. So I think I I saw yeah. it after it was all deleted. But then. There was another layer to it where I think this is completely, like, rumored and, like, she was defending her mom in this rumor and saying, like, that's not true. That either Kellyanne Conway got hacked or something <gasps> and oh, she I... posted nude photos of her daughter on Twitter or something. And that's what I saw. That's the drama I saw. I didn't see any of this, like. And that's like, and that is a photo of a minor. That is a naked yes, photo of a minor. Like that so, is against very much the law. Like that is I horrific. I saw, then I went on her TikTok and saw her defending her mom, saying my mom wouldn't do that. Interesting. So See, this I is, don't know what to believe. It gets into such a hard, hard territory because. <sighs> I, uh, the weird thing is, is that I went through kind of like a, like a rebel, like, asshat phase when I was like 12, 13. Mm -hmm. By the time I got to 15, 16, I was a little bit more cooled down. You know right. what I mean? And I feel like we all go through that stage at some point as we grow For up. Sure. Especially in such... I mean, and the poor girl is probably going through some sort of trauma of seeing her mom ridiculed and ruined. Yes, absolutely. For, for politics. Although, I, of course, I do not agree with the Trump politics in the slightest. And I think it is slightly by slightly. I think it is inhumane with some of the things that they've done. Uh, and I think she should be criticized. That is her job. She's in public political eye. And especially mm -hmm. her role in the White House. She was like an advisor. You know what I mean? Like that means. Right. What does that mean? Mm. Um, but to see if I saw my parents get bullied 
on a public platform like that, I bet there is some sort of trauma and some sort of, I mean, I would definitely have anxiety over that shit. Mm -hmm. That's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy for sure. To make it even wilder, the daughter's going on American Idol. Huh. Now I gotta watch. Of course, I did not. I'm a gay man. I did not watch the Super Bowl. But the reason I'm bringing in the Super Bowl is because during the Super Bowl, the American Idol on ABC... God bless American Idol for trying to re- revitalize themselves. But American <laughs> Idol, uh, they did a, a commercial, a 30-second spot on the uh, on the Super Bowl, and the daughter was in it. Oh. And so everyone was like, is that Kellyanne Conway's daughter? What's her name? Claudia? Claudia Conway? No idea. I think Great. it is. Great. I think I'm right. Um, so the American Idol is trying to get them views. That will be interesting. What if she, like, gets, gets far, far in American Idol? I don't know. This would be absolutely bonkers. Liam, we've tested your knowledge a lot about theater on this podcast. <laughs> I haven't done very well. I've done all right. You've done okay. But we've never really talked about choreographers, you know, the backbone True. of theater, of movement, I would of, say. Of, of movement, <laughs> of telling stories with your body. Of theater. Sure. Um, or. So we're going to see if you can name these choreographers by their work. So I'm going to give you a show, and you're going to tell me who choreographed it. I'm going to be terrible at this, but yes, I'm ready. Okay, I think we'll get this first one. Okay. Moulin Rouge. Sonia Tay. Yes. Sonia? Did I say her name right? I'm sorry if I didn't. I believe you did. Sonia Tay. I'm so sorry, Sonia, if I got that name right. (laughs) Sonia Tai? Sonia Tai? I don't know. It's okay. She's not listening. Um, next show. <laughs> Anything goes. Uh, the Sutton Foster version. Susan Stroman. No. Susan Stroman. She didn't do the revival. No. Kathleen Marshall. Yeah, Fuck. Kathleen. Kathleen Marshall. Marshall. Took me a second. Susan Stroman. In fairness, they're both amazing female choreographers. Bandstand. Andy Blankenbuehler. Yes. Did he choreograph? Hamilton? Yes, he choreographed everything. No, uh, yes, Andy Blink Bueller did. Hamilton, there's constantly choreography going on behind them. But it's the whole purposeful. show's basically sung through, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it is. It's set it's to rap, music. Yeah. There's no scenes. No. Right? Are there scenes? No scenes. No. And Hamilton, Guys, no. I haven't fully watched Hamilton. I'll admit it. I think okay. he's a brilliant choreographer. I, would I agree think with he's that. one of And his right his now. work in bandstand. I saw bandstand and I actually thought his work in bandstand was very, very good. Great. Cool. Okay. Next one. Kinky boots. Jerry Mitchell. Ding, ding, ding. Jerry Mitchell. What a dreamboat. He's aging so fucking well. Yeah, I saw a picture of him. And so handsome. Yeah. Gray fox. Me All right, too. next one. Once on this island. Uh, the revival. Camille, Camille Brown. Yeah. Because she she should have won a fucking Tony for that show. The, the movement was she in nominated? that show. I, I think she was. Or she, or she was. No, she wasn't because everyone was like up in arms about it. Because yeah. that the the movement in that show was incredible. Once on this so island, good. one of the best shows I've ever seen on Broadway, hands down. One of the best my... revivals I've ever seen. Period. Just because the way you can revisit the material in a brand new way and like yeah. reinvent the story and storytelling. I mean, Michael Arden is so. I good. know. I was gonna say because Once on This Island and Spring Awakening and Revival are some of my favorite theater experiences that I've had, and they're yeah. both directed by Michael Arden. I find um, it fascinating that because you're attached to the revival and I'm attached to the original. Mm. What a, what a time to be alive! You're just old. Okay, like, next one. Yeah. How to succeed in business without really trying? The original? No, I don't think so. 
Oh, so no. it's not Mike. I did because I think Michael Bennett did the original. Not the original. The revival. Oh, somebody count me on that. Um, uh, Chris Catelli. No, Rob Ashford. Ah, I didn't really nah. know that. Another one bites nah. the dust. Another, another one. See, I'm not going to give you chorus line because that's easy. Oh, okay. Bob Abe and that's his I name. S- I saw Sorry. this show. I don't know hey. if you saw this. <laughs> I saw this play. On your feet. Get on your feet. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see it. Sergio Trujillo? I don't know how to say his last name. He's great, though. I have seen some of his stuff. He's The dancing was fun. Yeah, incredible choreographer. Okay, next one. The Grand Hotel. I'm going to say this is going to be very wrong. It's very wrong. Tommy Mm. Toon? That is very right. Wow! Yeah. Wow, oh, Queen. I know. I truly. I just thought. I just thought, saw Tommy Toon's face, and I was like, "Oh, it's Tommy, it's Tommy Toon." I think it's a weird. That was also one of the last shows in the Martin Beck Theater, and I wish I saw it. Wish last one. Last okay. one. Okay. Okay. Hades Town. Oh, actually, I don't know this man. It's a man, but I mm-hmm. have never seen. It's only his. I have never seen his work prior to Hades Town, so I don't know. David Newman. Tony nominated. Really cool movement. So yeah, pop off. I, I I like the movement in Hades Town a lot. I thought it was very good. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. That what a surprising game. Choreographers, they really are incredible when they the backbone you know, of the theater. The backbone of storytelling. The backbone <laughs> of storytelling. <laughs> the well, literal y'all, spine. We covered so much in this episode. If you think. Oh, we covered a lot. Let's see if we it talk- all makes it in. In my edit. <laughs> yeah, you can cut out some stuff that I said. <laughs> it's okay. Y'all, if it was between, I hope everyone keeps cannoli in their thoughts and their yeah. prayers. Yep. Um, also, Britney Spears in your prayers. Also, Free Kellyanne Britney. Conway's daughter in yep. your prayers. Claudia, yep. And remember, when in doubt, dance it out. Y'all, how this stays between <laughs> us. Have a good week. Bye.